0: Hello there everyone and welcome to the A-Space. The CV podcast is back. I mean more the summer for indoor volleyball, what a summer for beach volleyball. The Olympics is on the horizon. Uh, my name's Louis Lett and I am joined by the legendary uh key michael key welcome back we've been missing you the last couple of times because you've been too busy living the high life in rimini commentating on the vnl uh how the that legendary,
1: i love i love that intro every single time i get nervous what you guys are going to say when you introduce me but that's a good one that's a great one i'll take it yeah i've been in italy i was in rimini for the vnl um it wasn't even just the finals the whole month bubble in italy it was incredible the highest level of volleyball. I've ever seen in my life i was literally brushing shoulders with you know very extremely well talented famous volleyball players i felt i felt i felt excited it was very it was a great <laughs> great month who's
0: who's your, who's your favorite who's your one player that you uh oh that, that sticks God. out for you for being there a-
1: well i caught up with a couple of the ace space guests actually i caught up with um leon Lucarelli, a couple of the people that have been you know we have started our friendships here so Amazing. i don't have you know
0: i'm not gonna pick favorites all, but all the bit all the big ones yeah exactly it oh. was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun it it looked it um and there's obviously uh some some really good volleyball there but talking of legends key we have two legends on the show today um they're legends on and off the court they have a great sense of humor as well which i hope is uh we're gonna get in, into as this podcast uh, moves on but these two have been together since 2011. They sound like an old married couple. Um, <laughs> tw- 2013 world champions, which seems like a long time ago now, but, but not to myself. Uh, Olympic bronze medalists, uh, seven international wins, I think, including Porch Major, Huntington Beach, uh, Ostrava four-star just a couple of weeks ago. They're only one of three teams, Key, to have, uh, be a European world champion. Um, So welcome to the Dutch legends of Alex Brouwer and Robert Musen. Boys, welcome. It's great to have you here. Um, And I've been excited about this all day. Uh, To put this in context, I got a massage today. um, and, 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 (laughs) and, And I was led on the massage table thinking about you guys. What, wow. where's this
1: conversation going? Louis, we already said exactly. this is a kid-friendly <laughs> podcast. Yeah, I, mean, yeah.
0: I was like, i got the boys coming on today. I was like, it's going to be amazing. Um but, but how good to hear you?
2: that you think yeah. of us then. But you were still able to uh, lie on your stomach or? <laughs> no, i mean,
0: not. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Matt's yeah. going to have to cut some of this out. Yeah.
2: <laughs> kid-friendly podcast. Yeah, good, good, Keep good cutting. Time.
0: Good family podcast, but, but no, uh, it's a is serious answer. Um, okay. <laughs> but at the same time, it's, it's so good to have you here. Uh, I've been excited for this one all day. Um, and just where are you? What are you doing? Um, and and how's life?
3: Yeah, at home at the moment. Uh, been home ever since the Ostrova tournament you just mentioned. And uh, yeah, enjoying to be back for a few weeks. And uh,
0: But almost going uh, to Gestad now next Sunday. So preparing for that one. Yeah, I mean, Ostrova was amazing for you guys. You you took your a big a big sort of well, a big podium. You you won the competition. Uh, you did it in style. Um, you're back on top. Um, and this podcast is all about sort of the journey towards the Olympic Games. But that must give you some confidence um, to to put some of those performances in.
2: Yeah, we were hungry for getting some good results for over one and a half year now. I think uh, the last one was the silver medal in Chateau Mall at the end of uh, 2019. And uh, yeah, especially working towards the Olympics, uh, we got uh, loads of 17th places, uh, one ninth place, another 17th in in Sochi. And then bang, you know, the the (laughs) last one, the event in Ostrava, last one for the Olympic ranking. uh, Yeah, we got the the gold medal. And uh, so, yeah, of course, it's a big confidence boost. And uh, yeah, amazing to, you know, finally play in front of an audience. Was uh, one of the first times uh, uh, again in Ostrova with uh, with spectators and uh, yeah that was uh, was amazing. But we know um, yeah I don't know exactly what the saying is in English. But uh, one sparrow doesn't make summer. Maybe in English or one. <laughs> so uh, yeah, sparrow
1: doesn't make summer. What is, it, like, what is it supposed to mean?
2: Yeah, that you know you can achieve one good result, but it doesn't mean that we're on a, a big high now or that we're. You know, uh, convenient laying back, or that's a, a yeah. bit of a problem we've had in the past a couple of times. So we're still really sharp focused, working really hard to to make, uh, yeah, to improve our level and to be ready for first Gstaad and then uh, Tokyo. I,
0: I uh, yeah, sparrows happen to me all the time, and I think it makes my summer. And then, yeah, I get get a reminder. <laughs> um, you guys, what, what 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 clicked? What what clicked for you guys in Austria? What was the difference? Seventeenth, 9th? And then you said, boom, you you make you, you topped the podium and, and you played phenomenally well. Like what Was there anything you can put your finger on? Mm,
3: yeah, also, especially that. I think all the, the bad results start counting, adding up. And uh, yeah, also some frustration out of that, but mostly motivation to, yeah, just be so eager to improve and to play better. And I think we've been working hard for it for a few months already. And, um, but the level just wasn't consistent enough yet, and I think mostly just, yeah, I mean, also coaches, we were talking about, yeah, what can we do? Like how can we really motivate ourselves to, yeah to play that event? And I think
0: yeah, all these small things start adding up, and uh, it finally came together. That's amazing. And you're also what 10 six down in in the in the final set, even more. <sighs> like what are you yeah. thinking about then? like you, you you're down by you're down by a few, and it's slipping away from you. Uh, and then you turn it back around. like can you talk us through that sort of that journey of, of being down from a few? I mean you, you're experienced enough to know what that feels like but but what was how was that situation?
2: Yeah and don't forget we lost the first set I think yeah. 21 to 13. 13. yeah that's uh, quite the score for an opening set in the, in the final
3: yeah
2: <laughs> and it, it even felt like the the czech guys they were in the second set starting on the second set they were even starting to show off a little bit and to make some extra spectacular dives and uh, or at least that's uh, what it felt like from the other side that they were just super relaxed playing their game and uh, Yeah, I just told Robbie, uh, I need to do something different, and uh, because he kept asking, "What's wrong, man?" My side was was terrible, (laughs) and uh, yeah, just managed to, you know, stay calm, play, you know, a bit of a different style uh, of beach volleyball, and yeah, and then uh, we won this set with a streak, I think, uh, somewhere near the end of the second set, and uh, then. Yeah, third set again behind you say 10 six.
0: Yeah, maybe, maybe more 10 six is what springs to mind. Like you're yeah, four, yeah. good four or five down at, at crunch point, and then you, you made some stops, served really well. They weren't yeah. looking
1: at the score, Louis. They were yeah, just that, laser focused. That's a good sign. I think it was, yeah,
2: it was good. I wasn't looking at score because 10 6, you don't get back from 10 6 a lot of times.
0: <laughs> yeah. not, not, not unless it's a Continental Cup final where it gets more more, more nerve wracking, but we're going to come to that. In, yeah, in just yeah, that's maybe. too soon. <laughs> just just yeah. before we get to the Continental Cubs, um, Key, like, these two guys, right? Like, beach volleyball partners since 2011, but I'm on the outside looking in a lot, but from the outside looking in, like, they actually genuinely look like they love each other. <laughs> <laughs> like, like there's, there's not many teams where you're like, these guys actually look like they we are they're... really good actors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's it's not rare, like, that people get on. But I believe that you guys have a really great relationship. Is that correct?
2: You can start,
3: Robbie. <laughs> yeah, you, you could say that. Yeah, of course, it, it's funny because it actually feels like a relationship which you have to uh, yeah, maintain and uh, it's not always, uh, yeah, we're not always in the honeymoon weeks, but uh, yeah, you have to work hard for it, but overall, uh, I think it's been going pretty well, yes.
0: Oh, well, from the outside looking in, it looks looks like a perfect marriage, it, it looks great. Maybe um, more like brothers, more like brothers than a marriage. Yeah. yeah. Well, There's the- going to be fights for you guys, you get rock
1: solid, family. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but also the, I think always the the funny thing is that, um, well, I'm married and uh, Robbie has a girlfriend, both relationships for maybe 13, 14 years. Uh, But our, um, my wife and his girlfriend, we're a a bit the opposite, Robbie and I, but also with our, uh, with our partners uh, who are quite opposite from our characters. And so my wife looks a little bit uh, uh, like uh, Robbie, if you talk about character and uh, the way oh. she approaches things. <laughs> no, not looks like, it okay, good. you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and for Robbie girlfriend, uh, Robbie's girlfriend, it's, uh, it's, it's the other way around. And I think that's, uh, you know, it's sometimes maybe a little bit of, of this plus and minus that attract. And uh, yeah, it, it is a little bit like a marriage. And uh, we spent half the year together in a hotel room and, and well, okay, not a relationship, but uh, if you have to perform on the highest level, you know, everything is under this. Yeah, it's it's um, it's a special relationship where you work on on, on getting better and, and improve your game and every psychological aspect, you have to talk about it after every practice. So it's, it's quite intense. And uh, I think that's been working for us uh, quite well. The fact that we are different and we can help each other out in in different situations so I think maybe that's what you you see on court
1: and do both of your partners play volleyball I know I've seen some videos on Instagram of peppering during the quarantine yeah and if they do play volleyball is that helpful when you come home from a tournament and you hear from your significant other oh this is what you did right this is what you did wrong or would you rather not hear anything about volleyball
3: she's always really careful with saying these things because she knows Mm -hmm. that I always go really hard in if if there's some feedback or comments about it, but yeah, it's good to hear something from a sort of outside perspective, but not really. Yeah. Just nice to hear the the honest truth every now and then.
2: (laughs) Absolutely. And it helps that they, like my girlfriend as well, she uh, way back, she also wanted to become a a professional beach volleyball player. So she knows what it's, uh, Oh, that's my coffee machine. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know if you can hear it but no we can hear it okay Uh, no but she knows why I'm you know traveling a lot for this lifestyle and why she has to you know look after the kids uh, of the year when I'm not uh, not at home and uh, because she know what it's like and uh, yeah I think that helps also a lot Yeah.
1: yeah
0: someone who understands
1: that lifestyle yeah
2: exactly Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I,
0: I'm still picturing Robbie in a wig, since your earlier comment. It's <laughs> <laughs> still, still stuck with me. I can send um, you some pictures later. <laughs> yeah, so. I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> um, in terms of, well, just just before we come back to you, Continental Cup has just finished. Um, that was in your neighborhood in The Hague. That was a sum, like Wilco & Co uh, and the CV put in a great competition, didn't they?
3: Yeah. I think um, the stadium was the same as the King of the Court stadium we have played in in August last year. So we kind of know what the feeling is to be in there. But yeah, it was just crazy, especially now with, with so much going on and uh, so much at stake. But um, I think they, they did a really good uh, job in organising this and um, setting up a great event.
0: Yeah, good good result for the, for the girls getting another ticket. And it was just just a little bit short for the boys but at the same time I, like Ruben was unbelievable the whole yeah. week so there's some really plus sides for Ruben Penninger uh really like stepping up in front of that crowd and playing some great volleyball yeah, yeah I sure.
2: totally agree and we call him uh TP like total package because this guy can can block play defense left side right side it doesn't matter and uh even for a young player like him, I was a little bit uncertain uh, if he would perform well on this stage. And because he would know, he knows it's for an Olympic ticket, even though it's for the other guys, it's, uh, it's super important. Uh, but I think he played, uh, uh, he played great. And uh, all matches, he was, you know, with this typical fighting spirit, some people call him Popeye. And uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I love to watch him play. And it's super unfortunate. They, uh, he, yeah, he gets all the good. He gets up. all
0: the good nicknames. Yeah, you have um, more. I, no, I, no, I was just called Melonhead at school. <laughs> 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 I just, just wish I had a better one. Um, that's amazing. <laughs> Key, do, do you know That the, one's gonna stick. We're gonna keep yeah, that one around. Yeah. We're gonna bring it back. <laughs> Louis the um, Melonhead. Yeah, exactly. Um, Keith, do you know the Continental Cup and how it works? It's,
1: I don't know all of the ins okay. and outs. Yeah.
0: Basically, two teams from each country play against each other. Um, and it's best of three. So it's like seed one versus seed two, and then it flips around. And if it's 1-1, it, it goes to a golden match. Um, okay. And that was for one spot at the Olympic Games, and only one team could go. So it, it just, I don't know what you boys feel about the format, but for me, for, from, again, like my job, it makes it really exciting from, from yeah. our job now, you're a commentator, Key. Uh, it makes it oh. unbelievably exciting, but from a player, I just, the, the amount of stress and, and stuff that it would bring, I, I, I I guess you guys are happy that you're you're sitting at seventh place in the top 15 going to the Olympics, not having to go and play for your spot.
3: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think the, the concept's really good. Uh, we used to play this in 2012 as well for uh, another Dutch team, Boersma Spijkers, back then. And uh, back then it was uh, four games a day and then you would play a golden set until 15. So I think that concept was yeah, like the last set becomes uh, a yeah, coin flip. It's, it's so hard. I think this with full games, you can. Yeah, I think it's a pretty consistent schedule, and yeah, it's it's you're able to get a good a winner out of it, and not not just because of luck. So yeah. I think they did a good job.
0: Yeah, it was, it was unbelievable, like such a good job, and the drama of everything going to a golden match over the last two days. Like the women's final went to a golden match, men's final went to a golden match. It was all very close. The tension was huge, and the crowd were obviously yeah. loving it. So it was one of the best events I've been to for for a long time. Um, yeah.
2: I've watched everything on the on the live stream, but it was some of the most exciting and spectacular beach volleyball I've ever seen. And not necessarily maybe the level, but uh, points going up and down, and super close, and all these golden matches you were talking about, it was crazy. And at a certain point, I think it was three golden matches in a row with two points difference, and man, and, yeah crazy
0: the, the, the side out percentages were not as high this week i don't think I, <laughs> yeah i know, <laughs> yeah, I know. it wasn't so. about that so much um and then key to, to to nail that one off the the dutch girls took a place um and then in in true style they played two teams off against each other in one game to see who went to the olympics just yes, uh, yesterday uh oh. so so yeah, yeah. the, the pressure the pressure's been being Being crazy anyway that's the continental cup roundup congratulations to switzerland and congratulations um, to the netherlands um, in the women's but a fantastic event um key this is your part now where you're going to ask some questions of these boys um we did give them a warning and alex's face was one of concern um player versus player you ask them a question and they give you the answer and a little bit of debate around it
1: I'm going to ask you a question and you guys have to decide between you who is the correct answer. So for example, who's the best dancer? Me. Oh yeah, (laughs) without a doubt, like no (laughs) questions whatsoever. But now that you've claimed that you have to show us a dance move as well to go along with it. Ah, no, I have a little
0: injury on my (laughs) (laughs) Robbie, come on you gotta get, You got to come back with some in here. One,
3: no, just don't say yes to this question. That's not smart. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is right, like moonwalking.
2: See, oh, so, yeah, there it is. My upper body is, is still there so still. Is. That's how smooth <laughs> my legs are moving now. This is uh, me moonwalking.
0: Yeah, uh, perfect. <laughs> spending too much time with Casey Patterson. <laughs> so, oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, I, have a, I can use this for answering the questions. Oh yeah. Let's
1: go. Next one. Next one. Who's most on their phone? I think me. Yeah. And what are you doing on your phone?
3: Social media, playing (laughs) games. uh...
1: I know you guys are pretty active on social media, so I'll give you that one. And he's
2: texting me on where to show up and at what time.
1: Yeah. Why are you late? I'm here. I'm waiting for (laughs) you.
3: (laughs) Personal agenda. Yes.
1: (laughs) loves going to the gym the most
3: both not i think no
2: <laughs> Neither Neither of you.
1: that should be the opposite who who hates going to the gym the most yeah um all right who has the worst taste in music
2: yeah that's probably Alex. me yeah how can you yeah. be the
1: best dancer and have the worst taste in music
2: yeah improvise yeah. <laughs>
1: so you'll what? just dance to anything that's yeah, why what that's why you're the to? best dancer
2: yeah dance to anything and but that's my playlist it, it has all sorts of music so that's the soundtracks from lion king uh to some old rock there's nothing and, wrong with that no but i mean it varies it varies still so, and also some you know modern upbeat it's yeah it's pretty uh,
1: is the lion king music for you or for the kids
2: um, I say it's for the kids, but actually it's <laughs> for me as well. Who doesn't love I have musicals? To, after after dinner just now, you know, we put on the music real loud here, and the kids they love to to dance to it. And uh, but I still get goosebumps when it starts, like ah, so, yeah. but on the other <laughs> hand, it's it's quite bad because it reminds me of of Samoylovs, you know, and <laughs> I get goosebumps. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah thinking yeah. of Samoylovs. No, no, okay. so that's a bit strange, yeah. It's, but.
0: it's funny where you think of people, right? Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> at least
1: he's not on the massage table thinking of some more love it, it was good it was it was I, i'm not even
0: lying it was and good I, yeah, yeah it was good and i even thought at the time i was like i have to say this that i had this thought on the on the massage table i had to, it had to come up i had to tell the world now the world knows
1: yeah um all right which of you is the worst driver
3: Ooh. yeah after yesterday i have to say it was me
1: what happened yesterday
3: we did a little drifting session with uh, oh. one of our very big sponsors, which I <laughs> won't uh, mention. <laughs>
0: no, Other energy drinks are available.
3: Yeah, and, <laughs> and the brand's just... not visible right now in the screen, so you, you won't know which one it is. <laughs> we did a little drifting session, and then there was a, a jury giving us uh, like a great whatever who did the best job, and Alex won the contest, so I think he's the best driver. There
1: you go. Spending.
2: On the other hand, three months ago, I crashed my car into a, uh, <laughs> what do you call it? A tram? What's a tram?
1: A tram? Tram? Yeah. It's a tram?
2: yeah, yeah. So that's uh, with the kids in the back. <laughs> you crashed Despite your car
1: that. into a tram? Yeah. It was, <laughs> what? It,
2: was, it was We had two days of snow in the Netherlands and uh, yeah, it was slippery and I was in a little bit of a hurry.
1: Was the tram moving or was it Yeah, stopped? yeah.
2: Coming from the right. So it, it was, was my, my bad, just- but. I was driving too slow, because my traffic light was green, but uh, I was driving so slow that the tram was already, you know, getting onto the crossroads. <laughs> what
0: what what, what what do you do when you crash into a tram? Like, do you do you trade in insur- short insurance documents and like say sorry to the driver? And well, uh, uh, yeah.
2: no, yeah, there were two police officers involved. It's a long story, and it's it's still uh, because at the at the moment they said no damage to the tram and. Uh, long story long story (laughs) but i think in short i'm i'm the worst driver even though i won the drifting yesterday
1: your agent is probably somewhere in the background like texting you don't talk about that on
0: on the podcast people don't need to know well um
1: okay a couple more of these who is the who has the worst fashion sense
2: (laughs) roughly is real stylish oh yeah yeah thanks Thanks, Bob. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Aww, that's sweet.
2: And um, yeah, it was always uh, nice watches and he wears the right clothes. And he always tells me, yeah, you shouldn't wear that color on that, you know, uh, that
3: stuff.
1: You're always what? matching your your belt and Beards. your, what is it? belts
3: yeah, and he's, shoes, he's, right? He's matching the beard all the time. Oh, the <laughs> beard.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. so all right. And last one he of he these ones. Who? Advice. He also gives that's fashion that? advice. I like that too. I need some of that. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. I Mr.
2: Watermelon Head.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Watermelon Head. You, you, you can call me Melon Head for short, mate. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <Melonhead>. <laughs> yeah. I,
1: I feel like I know the answer to this one already the biggest joker.
0: <laughs> Easy.
1: Yeah. <Robert>. <laughs> <laughs> how, how Are you
2: saying choker you- or joker?
1: Joker. Joke like making jokes. Okay, okay. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> All right. Well that's it for I feel like that's that's probably enough of those questions. I feel like we got to know you pretty well with the with the car uh, crash incident. <laughs> absolutely.
0: And and I just want to know a little bit about I will say it, Red Bull taking you around the uh around the track. How many how many of these days do you get a year when they're like, Okay boys, like we're taking you on a jolly? Does is that like a real good possibility being sponsored by Yeah, by Red Bull, other energy drinks are available, obviously.
3: Yeah, yeah, I think we get a lot of invites, like for for anything, to go to Formula One or to to go to other events, but usually we're always (laughs) playing tournaments uh, when these events are. But this one was especially for all the Olympic athletes that were going to Tokyo, so it was a nice, like, uh, say goodbye and wish good luck uh, event. And yeah, they always do something nice, and now now it was the Tokyo Drift that was the, the, the subject of the evening, so... Yeah, it was pretty special.
0: Amazing. Hopefully next time they uh, they can take you to a golf course, get get mm. you having a hit around St. Andrews or something as well. <laughs> uh, Alex, you, you're a golfer as well. No, Robbie's no. a keen golfer. I'm a keen golfer. No?
2: no, Robbie is the golfer. And I I, I join him like uh, once or twice a year when we're on a uh, training camp in Tenerife or something. But no, Robbie is the, the golfer. Yeah,
0: We're going to have to get Lee. that hit one day, Robbie.
2: But Louis,
3: I heard you can play uh, golf pretty good too
0: try it god god loves a trier that's that's my um <laughs> try. That's, that's that's my outlook on life God loves a tryer. uh i'm getting better i had an 83 last week and i'm gonna I'm uh, that's that's gonna stay with me forever but in, to,
3: in nine or in 18 or
0: 18 <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> thankfully eight, uh yeah 18 that was like my best score ever so i'm hoping that's um that's a sign of things getting getting better after going through like Bad form for a long time, but, but we'll see. Uh, Back to I you know guys. Yeah, it's it's a frustrating game, boys. You won the World Championships in 2013, and I remember I was there in Poland, just just watching and helping the British guys there. And I remember watching you guys. You walk past me, and obviously, like you know, I'm not the tallest guy. And I looked at you guys play together, and I was like, Jesus, <laughs> like these guys, these guys are huge. And you took the world by storm there. Can you talk us through some of those memories of, of that? Because I think beforehand you, you taken a fifth, um, and your goals were to, to try and make a quarter finals. And there you are playing Ricardo in the final of a world champs. Like that must've been ridiculously like, I don't know. Well, how did it feel? You...
2: Yeah. You say a fifth, I think our best result was a ninth place. And, um, yeah, that was amazing. Like, uh, Playing there, Polish fans, I think, are one of the best volleyball and beach volleyball fans in the world. Uh, And yeah, I I still remember our first World Championship match. Uh, It was raining and uh, it was a weather delay because of a big storm. And maybe 10 minutes before the start of our match, the uh, delegate came up to us. Yes, you will start in 10 minutes. We had to hurry and it was a chaotic... Yeah, scene where we played our first world championship match, and then like six or seven matches later, we're in this final, like you mentioned against Ricardo, playing in front of how many twelve thousand Polish fans? Yeah, something
3: something like that. that. Oh
1: wow.
2: And uh, but for us winning that title, yeah, we were both shocked and surprised and like what the what what just happened here? I, I still remember, even a couple of days later, it was uh, yeah, as if it was a dream, yeah, crazy. Yeah.
0: Robbie, how did that feel? You're playing in the world championship final, you're blocking and Ricardo's there. Like, that must have been a pretty um, special, special experience.
3: Yeah, but I also think that feeling, I, I didn't really realize it at that moment. Okay, I think for us, like like you said, our goal is to get the quarterfinals and uh, in the eighth final, I can still remember a lot of stress, really nervous and shaky game and uh, barely won. And then after that one, as if all the pressure fell off and we were we really got in the flow and we just kept on playing. And uh, yeah, and then uh, three games later, the tournament's over and we won it and it's, and it's the world championships. Like what just happened? So also, the fact that you're playing against a legend like Ricardo yeah at the time you don't really realize it, and then later you see the game back and it's like, whoa this is crazy
0: getting stuck getting some stuffies here there everywhere perfect yeah, yeah that, um but I think like you guys have really helped transform transform the game into something that's far more physical than it ever was then either and that really would you say that you guys really helped change the game like a bit of an anomaly having a defender at what's uh, Alex, you're six six, um, hitting in transition as high and side, obviously, but that that, y- that you can. You feel yeah. Proud?
2: Yeah, I, I think um, with both uh, younger, the younger Dutch teams back then, we were the first teams with uh, two big guys on court and trying to hit everything as high and, and as hard as possible. And uh, yeah, now you see that uh, more often. And it's it's funny that okay, maybe that was new in 2013. And now the sport is evolving again uh, with the, for example, the Swedish guys, you know, they're playing this mm. completely different style with the jump setting. And so I, I think that's super inter- interesting with our game that even though uh, the court has been the same for a while now, you see different dimensions, different plays and styles. And yeah, I, I love it to. to to see how it evolves and um, i think especially now or uh, also in in three years in paris it will be interesting to see these different styles mixing up and and um, yeah maybe a combination of, of the physical and high aspect and the the technical uh, you know spectacular plays with you know setting all over the net and yeah, I was so. going to
1: ask you guys about that because we had the Swedish guys on the podcast earlier and like you said, they're known for their jump setting. Is uh, there anything that you guys would say you are known for or you want to be known for going forward with your game style play?
3: Uh, hitting the ball as hard
1: as we can. <laughs> yeah, just crushing
0: the ball.
3: <laughs> as high and as hard as we can.
0: Okay. If these guys don't shoot the ball. Like, <laughs> no cut shots, no <laughs> rolls, just hundred yeah. percent all the time you have to explain yeah. to them what that what that means yeah <laughs> yeah it's not yeah that's that's what you are sort of known for i guess isn't it and then the, even the, the the younger guys last week like ruben was just getting up and and Schmedins was saying in oh. the, i bumped into him in the lift and he was like i was just reaching the whole time just just getting yeah. getting off the top of the hands and i, I don't know like Key, I'm I'm in the UK and we're a 40 minute flight away, but everybody over there is twice as big. Where <laughs> in in Holland, yeah. In I, Netherlands, I, yeah. I don't know what happened there. I definitely I definitely <laughs> missed miss that gene gene as well. Um guys, moving on now to the Olympic Games. Um, you got that seventh that seventh place, uh seventh place, sorry, um in the qualification rankings. Um, what have you learned obviously the bronze medal we're going we're to touch on the bronze medal very quickly what have you learned from that bronze medal can you talk us through winning a bronze medal and what that meant to you and your country obviously being a being first um, and then your goals for this Olympic Games
3: yeah um, yeah where to start I think I um, yeah, what have we learned from the first Olympics? Um, I can still remember that Yeah, always when I watched the Olympic Games on TV, then the first thing I, I always saw is that people were really stressed and really nervous and uh, everyone trying to reach their peak performance over there. And I think one of the things, maybe someone taught it to me, but that's something I had in my mind, like to get as close to your regular level as possible instead of having the feeling that you really have to peak over there. Mm-hmm. So maybe a different kind of focus or mindset to have in uh, yeah in such a big tournament but that worked really well for me there
0: amazing that that was your first olympic games right yeah, yeah. like that that's that's not very often that you you medal in your first olympics like that's that, that must be such a proud moment to play semis to play bronze and obviously like that bronze medal match like it's 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 all or nothing in so many ways. Did it, did it feel like that going in? Like you, you either leave. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think especially okay.
3: after, after losing that semifinal to Brazil, where we were really disappointed. But at the same time, um, I also realized like the difference between getting a fourth and a third place is so big, like it's all or nothing at that mm. time. And then, yeah, I realized it really quickly after that game already. So the disappointment, yeah, disappeared as fast as possible. And I was really focused on, okay, we want to win a bronze medal tomorrow. and We're going to do everything for it. And yeah, later on, I think we actually, uh, yeah, you could see it. Like even now, years later, people still uh, recognize us every now and then. And they still realize like, hey, you won the bronze medal. Then I think it would have been completely different if you had uh, the fourth place over
0: there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I've heard a lot of people talk about this phenomenon, this like silver medal versus bronze medal, that getting a bronze medal is a better feeling than getting a silver medal because you end on a win and you're this close to have it going home with nothing. Whereas the silver medal is kind of like, oh man, I missed out on the gold. But if you get the bronze, you're just so happy that you... Yeah, at the, at the
3: time. I think at the
2: time. Also the fact that we uh, worked towards achieving or getting a medal at the olympics it it started in in early 2015 uh the goal was to get a medal and then uh, and not to get gold or you know but to get a medal and that's also one of the reasons why we were so happy and proud to to reach that goal and um yeah what you say it was the first olympic beach volleyball medal and uh Also, with our family there in the crowds, it was pretty, uh, pretty amazing. Yeah, Yeah.
0: you think it's uh, I take it that the families can't come to Tokyo this time, so I I, I know my my route there is very protected. Would that be quite tough for you, girlfriends and wives staying at home, or is that something you're obviously used to as well? Though, yeah, Yeah. I
3: think, um, mostly because you have the days in between that you have that you have off. It's just, yeah, you have to find a way to spend your time. I think we had a really good uh, combination of, of like focus on the games, but also after the games to relax a little bit, spend some time with the family. And then the next day on the practice, we went back to that focus again and prepare for the next game. And I think especially for a longer period, because you play like two weeks over there, it's completely different than the normal beach volleyball tournament. So I think, yeah, that combination worked really well. And we, yeah, we have, to, uh, have to find other solutions for that right now because you're probably going to spend a lot of time in your room in the Olympic Village now.
1: Maybe yeah. a couple of massages. <laughs> yeah, from Louis. <laughs> <laughs> from, L- from Melonhead. <laughs> I- you're going to be I- there, right, Louis? Yeah. You can yeah. provide some entertainment.
0: No, nothing would make me prouder than being the Netherlands oil boy.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: We've
2: got a, another nickname. Oil yeah, oil.
0: yeah. I, I could, I could do that for you guys, especially, especially after King of the Court, when me, me and uh, Richie had to commentate with you guys uh in the advertising post it, sitting in the sauna the whole time <laughs> it was, was right in front of our face that's, oh, not, yeah. that's, gee, that's not x-rated stuff that was i don't even, even know x-rated i don't know x-rated what you're like. talking about what do you mean what you're gonna have to explain to the listeners oh um yeah the the listeners uh, i forgot about them for two yeah minutes. it's not just the <laughs> four of us having a chat here you have to remember it's all being recorded yeah, um i forgot about those guys um <laughs> you guys were the pin up boys for the hotel sponsoring the um uh, for the King of the Court event, wasn't it? Which meant we had to look at you selling yeah. sauna uh, on the big screen all the time. Which uh, Rich Lamborn, who was doing the commentary with me, made made numerous comments um, about it. It was it was quite funny. Um, it, was, it was his time to, to to step over the line a little bit there. Um, but yeah, it was, it was very good. Back to the Olympic Games. Because um, I think I think we should I think we should stay on volleyball. Um, but um, uh, yeah, we're looking at the most. Are we looking at the most open? Uh, Olympics so far for, for men's and women's beach volleyball.
2: Yeah, I, I've been thinking about this uh, question a lot because yeah, we've been doing quite some interviews as well. And when people ask who who is the favorite, and for me it feels like uh, yeah, you can name so many. It's yeah, it's a lot of teams right now. Like you say, uh, people uh, or a lot of teams win from each other, especially these last couple of tournaments where even the Norwegians the the Russians, they're struggling and probably Robbie will say, yeah, in the Olympic Games, those teams will uh, surface and, and, you know, they will they'll probably play on their best. And I, I agree, but uh, yeah, it's, it's especially for the men, it feels like there are 15 or 20 teams, maybe 20, no, not 24, but a lot of teams that compete for uh, for the win over there, yeah.
0: And there are the Dutch just crescendoing their way to the top of the podium just before.
2: Yeah, we've been trying to get this underdog position for two years now and then we, it was a little bit of an yeah. accident to win uh, ostava <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: We're Damn. back, back we really on some this...
2: list of... Uh, yeah, shit. Yeah. Really,
0: really wanted that 17th. <laughs> yeah, but we
2: can still mess it up in start and then we'll be fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Why? Why do you think... Quick question here. Like... I, I'm not going to ask you who you think is going to be on the podium because I think you just answered it. Like it's 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 too crazy to, to maybe call. Why do you think Europe has just gone gone past in so many ways? America, Brazil, like the the world world beach volleyball is now stacked with powerhouse teams from uh, Europe. We knew that already, but then the Continental Cup for me has absolutely proven that by some distance of the depth. Is there anything any any reasons you you're in the middle of it?
2: Uh, yeah, I think um, Brazil and USA simply, they had the advantage in the past that it was uh, in their culture, the whole beach lifestyle, playing beach volleyball, uh, a lot A lot of people love the sport and I think Europe had to catch up and uh, now um, even here in Holland, uh, young guys are, are starting with beach volleyball and uh, uh, it's getting more professional, the the climate, of course, is a little bit more difficult here to play beach volleyball, but there you see all the indoor beach facilities popping up like mushrooms in Holland and uh, mushrooms, I don't know, <laughs> that's probably a Dutch thing as well. But... <laughs> Uh, but, uh, it works
1: it works that one's easier to understand to comprehend than the, the sparrow or the, yeah, yeah. the swallow or whatever it was
2: yeah, we're famous for our mushrooms yeah uh, yeah <laughs> but, um... different kind
1: of mushrooms yeah.
2: no but that's i think that's uh, one of the reasons why europe is uh, not just catching up but i think uh, yeah probably uh, leading the beach volleyball at the moment
0: yeah more indoor facilities and uh yeah it's just exciting to be watching europe and watching you guys and watching europe as a continent really uh yeah crush crush world volleyball um is there anybody that you would see as your guys like biggest rivals like is there a matchup that you just find um sort of the most frustrating one i know that um andy mole finds you guys like one of the biggest uh, the hardest matchups uh, for Norway, because of the height that you play at and how difficult it is to to get into into obviously your hitting hitting zones and take your angles away, is there anyone that you guys think in Tokyo? You're like, actually, there would be an easier route or a tougher route.
2: Mm. Very Robbie. dangerous to mention, uh, Robbie.
3: Watch out now. <laughs> I was thinking, <laughs> like the Germans, totally weekle We still don't really have a good uh, record against them. <laughs> it's now 0-4, o- o I think yeah something like that so so far they have the advantage to us so i would say that's one of the the toughest teams for us
0: yeah it's an amazing sport like that isn't it because it's on world ranking but playing styles make such a big difference in and how they play and how the strengths and weaknesses match up against your strengths and weaknesses um and tolle Vicola, we sorry tolle Vickler, we hope that they uh they get fit because it's it's been quite a tough Tough uh, off season for them with lots of injuries and stuff. So mm-hmm. if you are listening, which oh, you never know, uh, we hope that they they both get fit and, and get well. Um, Key, Speak for any... yourself. <laughs> 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 yeah, I have to sit the sit in this middle ground. Um, <laughs> um, Key, any no any pick for favorites, that you, Louis. Do you, you want to dig into? Um...
1: Yes. All right. I'll keep it short because we did do those questions already, and I think you still have some fan questions, right, Louis? You have
0: some fan questions. Okay.
1: But let's dig into the dutch all right first of all do you guys have any nicknames for each other
3: Onkort, yeah. yeah can you, what, what, are, you are, what they nicknames? are they podcast
1: friendly nicknames
0: <laughs>
3: uh, yeah like what we say to each other is always ali and rob yeah, they do, yeah, they, how we call each other just even uh like cheering, or when you how do you say, reach out to him if he's digging a ball? Like Ali, that's that's always the name you say, never is his real name. And I think they also always say in the stadium, Ali Hoopa and Tostos, that are the like uh, nicknames. Oh, yeah, where's it from? I think from gaming, and that ever started. one started in, in an event where we could actually pick our own names on the shirts. So I wrote down those nicknames immediately. And ever since, uh, yeah, when we come up in uh, on the center court, then they can call, out, call
0: us on these names. See, these two do love each other. <laughs> they really do. Look at That's this. Yeah.
1: All righty. Well, speaking of loving each other, I found a couple of pictures. And you're going to have to, I'm going to show them to you. And I want you to explain to the, to the viewers, to the listeners that can't see what the picture is, and then explain to me and Louis, well, what, what's happening there? <laughs>
3: uh, this was funny. This was, um, yeah, I don't even know when. I think 2007 or so. And um, Alex was already playing in the National Youth Selection. And I just joined the national uh, team. Like uh, in Scheveningen, I started practicing there. And then with Sven Vismans, he's now one of the trainers in the national team as well. Yeah, he, he was already playing and he wanted to play the, this was the Dutch Championships under 21, I think. And, or under 20, I don't know. And he, he asked me like, do you want to play? You guys look and about then...
1: 15, it might be under under 12s, maybe. Yeah,
3: maybe. <laughs> and then we played the first event in the final against each other and then uh, unfortunately lost to Alex and Chris, but uh, yeah, it was a good first experience with uh, yeah, top youth level beach volleyball.
1: You guys were so cute. <laughs> All right, got
2: another one. Yeah, Alex. So that's that's now in in these COVID times, you have uh, a lot of quarantining and uh, yeah, then you get bored. So this is a Maybe picture Alex of, is more uh, on his phone. of me <laughs> photoshopping with this face app thing, and uh, yeah, it looked pretty funny. But it started with me turning our coaches into old grandpas and uh, our young guys with big beards, and uh, so uh, yeah, I still uh, have so a, you, the
1: big you database. Made this.
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, but it, with oh, an app, impressive. Yeah, we just were simple with an app. It, but, uh,
3: we were a full day in court, and, and Alex was just lying on his bed with his phone in his hand all the time and just like laughing so hard <laughs> of it. And then there was, I was like, why are you laughing it's this hard? And then he was, yeah, look, look, look. <laughs> and then the next photo comes in the next photo. Yeah.
1: Well, it's awesome. Well, for the people at home listening that can't see, it's basically just a photo of you guys looking. With glorious long locks. Like you've been in quarantine for about 10 years. All right. And last one. Oh.
2: Yeah. That's uh, me riding my uh, bike. And I came (laughs) back from this uh, mountain biking session showing, uh, showing off how I did my best by showing my ass covered in mud. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, That's a, probably a typical Brouwer move doing (laughs) crazy stuff and then looking at that picture a week later and thinking oh i shouldn't have posted this on
1: (laughs) shouldn't have posted that because then people on the cv podcast go through all your photos
0: and make you talk about them
2: (laughs) exactly (laughs) yeah yeah me and you you are not too
0: different alex (laughs) we're not so we're not so different (laughs) Yeah. yeah it's
1: funny social media you think it's just you know oh it's for my friends and my 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 grandma but actually there's thousands of people yeah
2: and I, I i really hate the accounts where people are not there themselves you know or when mm-hmm. a manager is doing the account uh, i don't know if he's listening but uh, i think a manager <laughs> of Alison. Yeah, once (laughs) the the manager that's doing his his Instagram page, he posted a picture of me because he thought I was (laughs) 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 Alisson. And then then I think, okay, what's the whole point? He he
1: couldn't tell by the jersey or the name or. No,
2: it was this shady shady picture. Yeah, no, with the beard, and he he thought it was a picture of I can see it
1: actually. You have some, there's something
2: like the muscles okay. you mean and the yeah it's just, just you're both very tattoo. dashing
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no but that's uh yeah i i just we both do it ourselves and yeah we're trying to be ourselves or at least me and but that's when you make <laughs> <laughs> make some mistakes i think I'm, i mentioned that the award of Ostrava looked quite a lot like a dildo and uh, I think oh, that, okay. that <clears throat> not uh, yeah <laughs> uh, yeah but yeah so that cost me uh, quite a lot of followers as well but uh, yeah I don't care. that's
0: right did, did, did See, people unfollow you for that you behavior I don't
1: find that funny you don't want them as followers anyway exactly um yeah, yeah. okay a couple more of these questions speaking of people speaking of being confused for someone if you guys were in a movie who would you want to play you in the movie
3: okay so you mean someone that looks like me or just
1: you can choose i guess someone who looks like you or someone who you think embodies your persona
2: well i I would love to to uh, play the role myself actually (laughs) (laughs) if possible okay that makes sense i'm thinking of a new career maybe after beach volleyball and do it go for it (laughs) no i can't really think of, of any actors Robbie probably mentions Tom Cruise, but he's a bit too short, I think.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, I don't know. I reckon, All right, well, I reckon Robbie's got one in his head. I, I reckon no, he...
3: I'm also thinking, Nick. Like,
0: By the time this It's a tough is question, released, right? I'll, I'll, I'll find one for you both.
2: Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, let Louie answer the question. Yeah, Louie, who, who would you put? Play, who should play Brown Hmm.
0: Mark Wahlberg. And can can okay. can be can be rare. Uh Sean Connery can be Ooh, Good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Cool.
1: All right. And are last you, question you good, for you guys.
3: Good choices.
1: Yeah. Mm. yeah I, last I, I, question, and this is one of my favorite ones, so I ask it all the time. If you guys were, if you were an animal, what kind of animal would you be, and you got to explain why. Mm.
2: Um, for me it would for sure be a, a type of bird i would love to fly that's a simple yeah
1: a sparrow maybe just fly <laughs> yeah so that everyone thinks it's summer when they see you <laughs> yeah yeah
2: still turn up happy oh look there it is no <laughs> no but uh, yeah the ability to fly and to yeah I, that would be amazing so maybe an eagle or yeah one of the big predators but a bird yeah yeah, big aggressive uh, bird.
3: Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't we'll know. Go for no, a, a cheetah.
1: Oh. Just because okay. they're really
3: nice animals. Fast. Also aggressive.
2: Endangered. Key watch out all
3: the
0: time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. True. Key, what's yours?
1: Mine is a Labrador
0: nice
1: i would be a labrador only because i'm i'm just i'm always enthusiastic and i'm always i want to be friends with everyone like i'm always <laughs> just like aggressively friendly to people <laughs> like that's my
0: <laughs> thing of labradors what about you louis i don't know i'd say that i'd be somewhere between like a monkey um, <laughs> yeah, okay <laughs> yeah um or maybe maybe like a french bulldog or a yeah, something like that. <laughs> oh, those
1: are very two. I feel like those are on very two ah, different areas yeah, of the spectrum.
2: Okay, okay, wait. So it's more like, what animal would you be instead of what would you like to be? I think I miss. I guess. Yeah, yeah, you
1: can just however you interpret it. Both. I mean,
2: okay. If,
1: if it if it, depa- it depends from like what you think an your animal. personality is or what you would.
2: I'll, yeah. I'll ask my I'll ask my wife. Um, als je mij met een dier moet vergelijken,
3: monkey. <laughs> for sure orangutan <laughs> eh?
0: <laughs> orangutan <You> that? <laughs> that's,
1: <yeah. laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. that's incredible yeah. Yes. Oh, because oh, of that. the red hair
2: <laughs> <laughs> and the you, long arms you can,
0: you can always count on uh, the people closest to you to, to make a pretty accurate uh, description on this one um, so finally uh, fan questions have been sent in Um they're and not the fa- going to be as good as mine i'm just putting that one out there well the, f- the first one the first fan question is is from uh louis um and it's and it's <laughs> to- is it louis let or louis yeah yeah Mallonhead. Louis. Yeah, louis. Okay, yeah. And, it, and it's the key actually um, oh to me and the first one is, is wait a minute you- i didn't sign up for fan questions yeah well since <laughs> i don't have fans since you've become a commentator i've heard that you've got a lot of fans in iran um <laughs> which which is which has come to marriage proposals um, I'm, Louis I'm, look the <laughs> thing is
1: when you're a commentator you start yeah. to get you know you, that's when you really know you've made it like you guys are Olympians you don't know what it's like you know, when you're a commentator <laughs> that's where it's really at <laughs> it's all about having Louis, a smooth look at Louis. Is,
2: is the, why not me is, a, is, I haven't had any requests.
1: wait you mean you haven't had any proposals from Iranian
0: <laughs> no, no fans? for our Iranian oh. listeners who are now thank you for opening up the podcast to a new um yeah to, to a new audience. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, now she, yeah, Key's huge in Iran. Right? I'm huge. Yeah, huge. huge. Um, boys, first one um, for you guys is how did you start playing volleyball um, and at what age?
3: Um, I was seven years nice. old. Uh, my mother always used to play volleyball, and that's why I uh, started playing it, really enjoyed it from the start. Also, never really played any other sports. That's, uh, I think, pretty unique. And uh, when I was 19, or like when I was 16, I started playing some beach volleyball. And when I was 19, I stopped playing indoor and went uh, to full-time beach volleyball. Wow.
2: For I me, I, I started because of my dad and two older sisters. They all played volleyball, and uh, but I switched. I was a bit stubborn. I wanted to play soccer until I was 15. Then I switched to uh, to volleyball and combined it in winters uh, indoor summers beach and when i was 19 as well i uh, switched to uh, fully beach volleyball
0: yeah that's a good decision looking at the state of your soccer team the last couple of weeks ah <laughs> so, uh, yeah I,
2: <laughs> I would have loved to help him but actually one of our defenders was trying to play volleyball with his hands uh, you yeah. know he got the red card Yeah, <laughs> maybe he, we should have switched <laughs>
0: yeah absolutely um, how is it working uh, with your coaching staff, Victor um, and Rindo? Obviously, two two very experienced coaches. How's that? Uh,
1: yeah. I think.
3: It's good, uh, <laughs> I think uh, it's a nice combination. Like completely different qualities. Rindo more the the technical and uh, tactical master, and Vic is more of the motivational and the team and. Uh, the broader perspective
0: i think uh yeah they work really well together and uh, have a good balance for us yeah amazing obviously um ronda was such a legend of the sport is such a legend of the sport so it's it's cool to see you guys obviously once on the other side of the net now uh now working together that must be a, a different um yeah. yeah like a different feeling
3: yeah for sure yeah weird at first like i can still remember oh this is fun this is a good story it's about golf um when reine quit playing beach volleyball um i think we played golf after the olympics uh, a few months later and then he had like one good tip for me He's, he said something yeah on the driving he said yeah you have to try something and then close your eyes or, or something like that so i hit the ball and i actually hit like the, the first part of plastic before the the, the, the green mat starts <laughs> so i hit that and then the, the piece of iron of the club just tears off the shaft and it, and it goes away for 40 meters or so so the whole club broke and then I said it's a good thing that I'm not your coach because you would never listen to me anymore and then two years later
0: <laughs> yeah, he's he's in he's in the program he's uh, he's leading you um, yeah. and how, how's this golf coaching good
3: um could be better yeah. Darius. Okay, so
0: the, the entire
1: bottom part of the club just fell off that sounds yeah, kind of dangerous
3: yeah, yeah it was crazy yeah and it was yeah it was luckily on the range uh, nothing really happened but i was there just with the shaft in my hand
0: and like oh <laughs> <laughs> and uh thanks for the tip <laughs> um ne- next question have you have you got another cycle after tokyo um and how many cycles uh, have you got left in you
2: uh yeah for sure that the good thing is paris is in three years now just three <laughs> years so that's easy and uh after paris it's uh, la right so la is also like uh, rio and the copacabana la is is the other valhalla or the the place to be for beach volleyball so uh yeah for sure continue until la and uh yeah and then four more years and uh <laughs> yeah, and i'm not sure more. where the olympics are yet <laughs> probably not Playing the power volleyball, uh, we're known you have for, to find but... a new style. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, but no, my- for me, it's easier. I, I, I want to play this game for as long as I can. And it's probably when the results are really too bad and the body doesn't work anymore, I'll have to, uh, or my wife tells me to quit. <laughs> <laughs> then, uh, yeah, then I'll stop.
0: Uh, I'm looking forward to the day where I just see you guys turn up and chip it around. Just sort of like shoot high mm. line, chop, chop a cutty and That
2: day might come sooner a... than you think, Louis.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's what my beach volleyball career was uh, was built on. It didn't go very far. <laughs> um, amazing. Guys, thank you so much for taking time um, to come on to the show, Key. Thank you for taking time um, as well. It's been amazing to see you again after the V&L and here and, and have you back. Yeah. Uh, where you've been so much longer than me. So that's quite funny that I even said that in the first place because you've done a million of these and I've done three. Um, <laughs> I look forward um, to seeing you uh, guys in Tokyo. Um, I think like it's just amazing to see you guys on the top of the podium um, and building towards the Olympic Games. So we hope it's just such a successful one for you. Um, you deserve it and i can't wait to hopefully call you guys uh, out in in tokyo for a game i, I hope i get that opportunity uh mm-hmm. key it's been emotional again and uh, <laughs> it's been emotional it's yeah, always I, emotional Louis. <laughs> yeah it is, it, is, it is with me um, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and um in the yeah, best possible way i i hope you can um yeah i hope your iranian fans are uh, yeah Treat, treat you nice oh yeah
1: if any of the iranian fans are listening make sure you send us an email the at cv.eu or use the hashtag #LetVolleyballTalk. talk
0: subject line key Michael. <laughs> That's and there. for sure good she, at social media huh
2: she <laughs> also has two uh, extra dutch fans uh, as of uh, today
0: yes <laughs> there you go. okay so push uh hashtag let talk um please make sure you keep doing conversations Uh, yeah please keep writing in uh, as as he said from us it's all about the Olympics now uh, pushing on to the Olympic Games coming very very soon after that we have Euro Volley, Euro Beach Volley um, and we have so much more going on throughout uh, the summer thank you very much for listening um, and we can't wait to be back very very soon
1: bye everyone Hey, it's Maja Vienovic here. Make
3: sure you look out for Eurovolley coming
0: latest this year and cheer us all on! It is going to be an amazing climax to a volleyball-packed summer.